Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G.E.E.E.K podcast. It's episode 39. Woo! Yay, Red Story is 40. We just had a debate, but it's definitely 39. 39 yeah. weeks is a long time. 39 whole weeks. We're going to um, have to do something special for our 40th birthday. Yeah. See, every single time there's a 10 or a 5, we seem to go, oh, it's amazing, there's something special Yeah, but going. no, it's 40. Like, everyone's the big 4. question is, though, do we celebrate 50 or 52? Uh, Both. Yes. Yeah. In equal measures. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Dan, by the way. And I'm Reg. And Steve is not here. I don't think Steve's ever going to be here again. No. Is that because you killed him, or possibly? No. Maybe. I can't reveal too much, because obviously this is going to go live into public people. It's true. Okay. And stuff. Public people. Public people. <laughs> public people. As opposed okay. to non-public people. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Popo. Um, he won't be here for a while. Maybe. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, you say that, but he's never really here anyway, so I could say, he won't be here for a while. <laughs> I thought that's but what you meant. He actually doesn't turn up anyway, so, you know. True. There you go. But, yeah. hi, Dan. All right, Reg, how's it going? Nay, bad squire. I have seen you in a couple of days. It has been a while. Yeah. It has been a while. I can't remember last time I see you. Oh, wait. Watsky. Oh, Watsky. That was the last time I seen Excellent you. Excellent little segue. Wait, uh, can we just um, plug our Facebook and Twitter and YouTube first of all? In fact, it's a good plug for YouTube. We're going to remember. <laughs> wow, so, you're trying to get in the habit of doing yeah, it from the start again. Totally. Now. 40 episodes <laughs> in, 39 episodes in, we should do. Um, yeah, we have a Facebook and we have a Twitter, and they are facebook.com and twitter.com forward slash g.e.e.k. But they're not Dots. full stops. They're D-O-T, G-D-O-T, E-D-O-T, E-D-O-T-K. Obviously, Woo. silly. Um, the yeah, go go there. Lots of awesome stuff. You'll be notified immediately when we have a new video come up, when we have um, a um, a new episode, um, when there's some awesome news that we need to share. Lots of stuff like that. And also our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Um We just happened to put up a couple of videos this week. In fact, we did indeed. We have a schedule, or rather, I have a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, every Friday is a, a game playthrough so we've had a, a couple of uh, last couple of weeks have been our portal 2 co-op um, and we were told officially by um, someone a friend of the show that uh, that's the first time we've been funny on a game play playthrough oh, right, okay. <laughs> the last one <laughs> we did a portal 2 one and I got a little bit a little bit angry. Oh, is that that one? Yeah, possibly. So, yeah, that's the reason for everyone to go and watch. But also, we had um, an awesome little uh, interview and video with uh, Mr. Uh, George Watsky. He's such a nice guy. Yes. Like, Who is George Watsky here, you ask, before you launch into it, Reg? Okay. Um, he is... If you may have seen a video that he posted about five, six years ago that went viral on YouTube's called White Kid Raps Fast. Um, and yeah, he raps very, very, very fast. He does indeed. He's actually like a, a, a you know, originally started off, he, he did uh, kind of stand-up poetry, like slam poetry. Um, he was on TV on uh, Deaf Poetry Jam, um, yeah, just toured universities and stuff, but always kind of wanted to move poetry into rapping. So that's what he did. And now he's uh, he's quite big, really. He's definitely YouTube famous. Uh, 
internet famous. Um, and he's awesome. He puts on an amazing show. Oh, such a good show. Um, I hadn't really heard much about him apart from the stuff that you were playing. Mm. Um, but you've been playing it for a while now that really got me sort of hooked on him. Um, most of the old stuff, like the samples he was using for the mixtapes, uh, were really good. But then his, his solo like, yeah, his actual album. albums are, are superb. Um, but I went in there not really knowing what to expect. And it just completely blew me away. It was like one of the best gigs I've been to in a long, long, long mm. time. Not just because obviously we got to meet him and say hello and chat to him and he was dead nice. It's just from the minute we stepped in, as we walked into the, the venue, the support at Wax, um, yeah. we literally just come on. But as we walked on, as they came on, they came on to Hadouken. And I was like, I'm home. <laughs> and I was like dead happy, had a pint, Street Fighter sound effects, yeah. which Wax was like, around, oh yeah, all you fighter by... kids, all you Mortal Kombat fans, and everyone's like, boo, Street Fighter, and he's like, oh shit, yeah, and then he started playing like loads of just Street Fighter samples, like Yoga Flame, <laughs> and yeah. just joking, and it was just awesome, um, their tunes were actually genuinely dead enjoyable as yeah, well. kind of a mix, uh, kind of like Rocky Sky stuff with, um, with rapping. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, awesome. He's called Wax. Go and check him out. Yeah. And mm. then, obviously, Mr. Watsky came on. And, uh, yeah, just from start to finish, he was completely breathless at parts. He just, when he done the slam surprising. poetry bits, yeah. you'd, literally the whole audience was just silent. And it, like you were saying uh, to him in the interview where you yeah, just didn't... which we'll drop in in a minute. Yeah, which you just didn't expect people to want to pay to go see a guy do poetry. Just well, this, this sort of crowd. Thing. I kind of, I regretted the way I asked that. At the t- uh, after it, because I was just like, well, I mean, of course, people will go and watch poetry. I might not, but there are people who would. But it's more the type of people who were there. Yeah, people point. are there. Yeah, to go and see like a rap show, and then it, this guy just go, you know, sends his musicians off and just goes right, and then he just says like this poem, which yeah, to be fair, it's funny. He doesn't. I mean, he does very very serious stuff sometimes, but he's also a very funny man. Yeah, well, it's really, but it was. It was superb, and like his band were were fantastic. Um, I like the fact that he didn't get Kate Nash on, and that he yeah had he has a for that. Red, Reg has has a hatred of maybe I'd say at least two people, three if you include Steve. Um, Speaking one, of wait, my... we'll get to that. Uh, That's something to talk about later. No, yeah, I know what yeah. you're getting into, but he, one one person he has a hatred of is Lily Allen, and the other is Kate Nash, probably for similar reasons. To be fair. Um, do you want to explain a little bit? Well, it, mainly with my hatred with Lily Allen, it's just she's a two-faced slag. It's the one thing I really <laughs> okay. just don't like about it. It's like, again, this completely boils into it. When Keen first came around, All right. right, she basically lombarded just Keen with just... Lombasted. Sorry, just yeah. going on Lombarded. And on about just how apparently annoying Keen were with um, their lyrical, with their depressing lyrics and their... their melodies that want to make you slit your wrists um why don't you fucking give up what you what is it why don't you give up this and go back and work in quicksilver i think it was she was saying to the main okay. guy from keen <laughs> right um some the chaplain where his yeah. name is um ben Tim, because of his hair Tim? oh yeah, yeah so yeah. she basically just ripped into him ripped into his lyrics ripped into his melodies and what's her latest single Yes, huh? yes. Huh? Keen's fucking know. first single that she ripped into. This is what I mean. Right. Anyone she slags off two minutes late, she's like, oh, I love you lots, but it's just anything for media attention. She's a 
just fucking so annoying and her voice just really really pisses me off but and she can't sing yeah. she, her songs say, are just so that whole Keane thing irritatingly that's, that's probably the latest reason why you hate her but you've hated her for a long time let's oh I've hated her a massively long time yeah it's just annoying and I know for a fact that whenever I'm, Ash is really pissed off with me she'll send me a whatsapp of just the uh, the CD cover I'm like don't do that and she's like I'm just listening to this so you appreciate it I'm like wow. go away wow. <laughs> But so. Kate, Kate Nash is a is a similar sort of hatred. She's just it's equally it's just annoying. I just I <laughs> again in her interview, she's just she's not of the nicest of people. Her her song style, like her singing style, again very similar to Lily Allen. To the fact that she can't sing, she can't really rap. She does a really you do a really good impression of Kate Nash. Oh, don't ask me to do it. I, need, do I it. need some words. But <laughs> <laughs> You should just but just do that part of the um, of the Watsky tune. It, it, it's got swearing in it, Reg. I'll beep it out. No, I can't. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, if we're in the car and Dan done this impression of Kate Nash, which was perfect. It was all measly and shit, and it was just really I'm proper cut. Me. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. But I I agree, and and she does have a habit of um of coming onto people's albums um and ruining them. Um, you you you're. You, we used to love. Well, I still get like Kate Kate Fly. Kate Fly. Um, <laughs> Never I, listened to it now, since came on the second it. album came out. It's like, oh, it's amazing. And then there's this song by Kate Nash on it, and he's like, okay, you're not buying that. So yeah. strange. Yeah. I've never heard of him since then either. That's true. Yeah. I hope the same thing doesn't happen to Watsky. No, 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 it's fine. But Watsky sang that song, and it's the first time he'd ever heard it because <laughs> he'd never listened to the one, <laughs> the song with Kate Nash on it because his. His backing singer sang it instead, and he's like, "It's all right, that." Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was good. I'm glad that she sang it instead. Although the one thing that did make me chuckle, I went onto their uh, Kate Nash's sister's Twitter account because Watsky was going on about how oh, yeah. they graffitied the changing room, uh, yeah, sorry, his dressing room, just saying like Watsky was here and done like all these illustrations and stuff. And I was like, yes. I wonder if they actually did do it. And he retweeted it, so sort of went yeah. on and had a look at the graffiti they put up in the, well. in the dressing room, which was quite entertaining. But yeah, I think that was only literally their sole existence. It's just uh, to do that one thing. Okay, and but, that's yeah. over. But the nice thing is, when was the last time you heard of Kate Nash? Oh, she'll be coming back now. Do you reckon? I guarantee it. But she's only playing the Academy 2 now. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> back, back in the day when she used to sell out the Apollo. Yeah. And now she's playing, you know, so, meh. I think you know, I think we're done with Kate Nash. I think we're good. I don't mean done talking. I think the world is done with Kate Nash. It's a shame it's not done with Lily Allen as well. Yeah, every now and again. It's not Lily Allen now anyway. Lily Ro- Rose Cooper. Isn't she releasing it as Lily Allen? She's back to Lily old, Allen again. Yeah, they all released it as Lily Allen because apparently that's her singing thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So, um, speaking of rappers that are quite entertaining, did you see Dizzy Rascal's um, rant at Radio 1? No. <laughs> Have you not seen this? Right, his Twitter account at the moment is just brilliant. Um, he's got a new single out. Um, yeah, at okay. the moment, I know the one. Um, which basically Radio One have refused to play. Uh, it's not on their playlist, and they told him it's not going to make the playlist. Okay. Um, mainly because of the amount of profanities that apparently are in the single. Right. That's their excuse um, for not putting it on. Which I've, and is there a lot? Is there is are they is that accurate? D- not. Not at all, like really. If you cut it there's, out, there's is like, it just like... Well, me and Ash put it on YouTube to watch it. Right. Um, and, yeah, there's there's not really much to, to go on, to be fair, with their accusations of that. 
And they basically turned around to him and said, right, listen, you've just got to give it up. Um, it's it's not coming on um, at all. And he is just, he's going off his head on it. Um, and it's brilliant. I've just got them up right here now. Um, <laughs> so it's great. Um, so it's going to have some swearing in. Okay. I apologise in advance. Um, Whoever does a Radio 1 playlist can suck my dick. I'm tired of all you cocksuckers. You better stop playing me. Make up your fucking minds. And I was like, uh, okay then. He then went, <laughs> I'm tired of putting up with these two-faced pricks at Radio 1. If anyone's got a problem with me, let me know. All this nice guy shit's now dead. Um, to which then they asked him if they could use one of his songs on the latest Radio 1 Live Lounge cover wow. album. <laughs> um, to which he's put, fuck Live Lounge. If I've got to keep fighting to get my shit played, why should I bother doing someone else's song so you can just sell it on your shitty compilations? Um... Uh, yeah, and then it it goes on, but people then start having a go at him. But because he's riled up, he then starts having a massive go at his fans as well that are following him. Um, and yeah, he's going up basically just about um, why isn't this stuff getting made anymore? Basically, when Americans come across, um, when yeah, when Americans get played on Radio One, they make allowances for profanity. But if it's coming from the end down the road, it's a problem. Um, and I was like, right, okay, is that what it's really for? Um, to which some guy, it's the only one I'm going to say, um, okay. but <laughs> some guy went, well, make some better music than your bell end. <laughs> <laughs> was that you, Ray? <laughs> no, it really, it really wasn't me. Um, and yeah, he's like, make some better music than your bell end. Whatever happened to Boy in the, uh, what happened boy to in Boy the in the Corner? Yeah. And then he replies back with like, battled with that too, so fuck you. And then just goes off again on a, a tirade of abuse. Oh, wow. But this has gone on for days and he's asking Radio 1 to apologise and they're not, they're just refusing to apologise because oh, they said, he's... unfortunately not everything makes it onto our playlist. We've supported you for years. We need to support other up and coming people. And uh, yeah, it's all a bit bonkers if you ask me. <laughs> you literally just stole the joke I was queuing up then. <laughs> all right. I mean, he's, he's just a rascal, isn't he? Yeah. Such a rascal. But... um. Yeah, it uh, was that sounds like rubbish to me. I mean, you've got to support up and coming artists. I mean, yeah, but it's people like well, I mean, I don't know. There's plenty of people who they now don't they don't play the new Manix tune. They'll no. leave that to Radio Two and Radio Six. But I don't know. Dizzy Rascal's still so relevant. Yeah, and so popular at the yeah. moment. I mean, that is that's probably held him out no end. You should see that's the amount ridiculous. of radio stations that are tweeting him on Twitter, going, "Well, we still play." Man, you put him on like the C list playlist or whatever, or the D, uh, you know, they have they have different levels of playlists. One, what, the, the A list they play like every three hours. Oh Christ, yeah. C list is just once a day or whatever. Just put him on something like that, and he wouldn't complain. And people would uh, anyway. I don't know. I think it's quite entertaining, but uh, that that yeah. is that is a bit that rascal. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, Watsky was good. Watsky, Watsky was swears brilliant. a lot. He does swear a lot. A, lot, a lot, but the only thing is, like, usually I'm, I'm like, oh God, there's no reason for that. But Watsky sort of gets away with it because it's done really, really well. That's because his lyrics are genuinely quite intelligent, at least, definitely well written. Yeah, you know, you might even if you're not a fan of his sort of music, it doesn't matter. He's, he, it's, he's not just rapping about blunts and forties and you know, drive-bys and all sitting that. Sitting on a porch and whatnot. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. So, but no, it's 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 done really. really. If you haven't actually had a chance to listen to him, he has released loads of stuff. Lots for of free. stuff for free. Well, um, for for pay what you want. Yeah. Bandcamp dot Gwatsky G Watsky G Watsky dot com. I think I have a search for Watsky Bandcamp. Bandcamp. But um, yeah, he he did loads of mixtapes and his first albums on there, and then obviously his latest 
uh, album you do have to pay for. But it's worth it because the CD folds out into a little cardboard castle. <laughs> which is which coincidentally is the name of the album. because it's the name of the album. Yeah. And I really wanted to, to get it there. <laughs> and it's just yeah. so bad. I've ended up buying it, mm. but it's not, the, um, it's not signed now. But <laughs> anywho, after his show, we went and uh, met him and we said hello and he said hello back and then we asked him some stuff and he answered them and it was fun. I, I love the fact because we had um, an interview booked with him anyway. Uh, to come through, and we were basically waiting around for him inside the arena, inside the, the venue. Yeah. Um, and yeah, pretty much as soon as the gig finished, security were like, everyone out, we've got to close. Yeah, so basically the support guy was like, yo, and having photos taken with all the crowd, and we were waiting for Watsy to come out, and he just wasn't coming out. We waited for about 20 minutes upstairs, yeah. and I was like, right, we're running out of people now to hide behind to make sure we can still stay in. Mm. You know what, let's just go wait outside and see if he's like literally around the corner, or let's just do something. So Dan jumped up on Twitter, He's, like, just oh, he's actually just outside. He literally, literally tweeted, yeah, um, front. security's kicked us out, I'm outside um, if, if for the meet and greet. We're like, oh, okay, come on, Rich. Yeah, and we went outside and literally anyone that's walked past, he's like, yo, thanks so much for, for, for coming. Le- outside the front door, as though he'd actually just left the door open for people. And he's like, hi, yeah. thanks for coming, visiting. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, yeah, thanks for shopping. He's, <laughs> just, yeah, he's <laughs> just the nicest guy in the world. He had enough time for everybody despite him being in a rush because well, he had when, to get when we got, over. got to the entrance um it was just him and two other guys were kind of talking to him and then they went so we had we had plenty of time with him but as we were finishing the interview it was only like five minutes um a crowd had then formed even yeah. though we were kind of we were hid around the corner but people had still seen and then suddenly this crowd but either way and um, and we got some <laughs> some random girls we asked to to take a Photo uh, of us the professional photographers. Yeah, and um, so I handed uh, my kind of pretty decent camera, and she just starts going, "Oh, I'm going to take some selfies. Is that all right?" And just turns it on herself, starts taking photos, starts taking photos of her friends, takes a photo of some random policeman walking past. <laughs> it was quite entertaining. I put those photos up, and they found. Yeah, them. they found it very <laughs> soon, didn't they? Very, very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the nice. power of Reddit. <laughs> but, but it was very good. But anyway, I'll drop the interview in here. Uh, it's Dan for g.e.e.k. We're here in Manchester with Watsky. It's just come off stage. Uh, that was amazing. Thank you. Absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. First time in Manchester, no? Second time. Second time. We played the other room in the Academy in May. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we missed that one. We, 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 we've kind of discovered you through YouTube. Right I think on. a lot of your fans probably have. Yeah, I would the say. UK. Um, I, I kind of want to talk to you a, bit, a little bit about that. How do you, f- do you feel YouTube's been a really big kind of instrumental part of you? your fame, your success? It's definitely an element that led to a lot of people discovering my work. You know, before that, I was on Deaf Poetry Jam in 2007, which uh, was my first kind of little little jump start to my career, but people didn't really know me yet. And Yeah, I, I give YouTube a lot of credit, but um, one thing that I would say is I thank YouTube, but I believe more specifically in content creation. Like, when people call themselves YouTubers, I don't use that word as much because... I view myself as a video creator and part of the creator community, but I don't like to define myself. You know, YouTube is a company. It's a great company, but it's not like somebody who was a chef would, you know, call themselves like a craft, per- I know, or like, you know, a Sudbury or something, you know, like, but I do, I do thank YouTube for the boost that I got for sure. Okay. And you seem to, you seem to make videos for 99% of your songs. Um, I, I don't know whether it's true. I heard you don't monetize your videos. Yeah, it's, it's I just don't. It's a case of putting them out there just to drive ticket sales and album sales. That's the idea is that you get a direct support from the fan and yeah. that if they want to, they can make a conscious decision to support you, but that there's no like third party 
And you know what's happened is ads have become less important for a lot of people. They become less lucrative for people, and mm. you know I'm I'm kind of glad that I've skirted around it. Okay. When when you actually started out, obviously you mentioned Deaf Poetry Jam. Did you did you start aiming to be a, a poet? Did you start aiming to be a rapper? Would one lead to the other? Was it? I always wanted to do both. Yeah, I had uh, a poetry career. Uh, or like an aspiration to do it uh, alongside the rapping stuff and they kind of grew together. Mm. I don't think I've seen anyone who, obviously one minute you're, you're, you're rapping, you've got your band on stage, the next minute they vacate and you're just there in a the spotlight and you just stand there doing poetry. I don't think, I don't know, you, you wouldn't expect a lot of people to buy tickets to go and see yeah. a poet, yet they're very happy to go out and see you do that and it's amazing. Well, I think, you know, I've done just straight up hour long poetry shows and it's a very different environment. It's usually like a seated crowd, yeah. more like in a theater. Um, but I think that it's a great way to introduce people to poetry who might not know they like it by putting it in the middle of a hip hop show. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, you seem to have a habit of bringing your friends on tour as well. So I've yeah. seen Wax you've worked with before, Modi. Uh, is that something, do you, do you like to kind of, I guess it's sharing the wealth, it's bringing bringing other people into your success a little bit. Well, I mean, they've helped me too. We're just friends with each other. Like, I don't view it as me helping Wax. It's like me and Wax are helping each other. Okay. We're friends who have a lot in common with our music, and we like touring together. We like playing, and, you know, it's it's mutually beneficial. Awesome. And what's next? Uh, I'm going to go work on a new album. I have, uh, like, five months off, and I'm just going to try and do a new project and then hopefully come back around, come back around and do another big tour in the summer probably. Awesome. UK will be... Well, welcome with open arms. Thank you. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thanks very much for giving us your time. My pleasure. Brilliant. Thanks. Great show. Thank you. Cheers. Take care. What a thoroughly nice man. So, apart from that one video, yeah. you also did something else, which I never attended this plug, time. Plug, 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 plug away, yes. Uh, um, I think last week we said this will be the last time we talk about uh, theme yeah. parks. I lied because I forgot that Alton Towers had fireworks on. Um, but this will be it because... That's it now. It's closed. We can no longer use our passes, Reg. <laughs> Unless we go to Lego Discovery Centre. Yes! We need to do a trip to Blackpool again, I reckon. Yeah. Go see the lights. Go and do uh, the really bad man two swords again. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, I went to the Alton Towers fireworks, and it was immense. Was like, it as good as last time around? Um, I, th I think so, only because it, it had... Like, the last, last two... Um, were just didn't really have a theme to it. It was just lots of recent kind of dance music and stuff, and just with loads of fireworks going off all the time. So really good. Like, but this time they had this whole story about um, there's this kind of booming voice who's like, "I am the memory keeper. I store all of the Alton Towers memories from the beginning of the towers." Um, and each one of these little sparks is a one of your memories. Think back now. We're going to travel back to when the towers first opened in the 17th century. And then just this kind of classical music playing with like fireworks bursting all over. <laughs> um, and then it goes, now skip forward to 1982 when our first big roller coaster opened. The corkscrew. And then loads of fireworks and little corkscrew style fireworks and stuff. Um, nice. And then it went through to kind of present day and did... The, the five big ones, so it did like a, th a bit for Rita and a bit for Nemesis, a bit for Air, oh, a bit right. for Oblivion. Um, and again, it's all themed really well, like it was, you know, kind of coloured to the right, right, and things like that. Like the th 13 one was green, and you know, just but yeah. amazing. Just so, so expensive. Just like two minutes of it must have been 
tens of thousands of pounds. Um, and they were doing this three nights in a row. Then the Smiler one came on, and that was amazing. Like basically, he's, he's going on about the, you know, the Smiler. Here's the Smiler memories, and then suddenly the Smiler takes over. And he's like, no, what's happening? What's happening? The Smiler is taking over. <laughs> and it just, uh, the sky just goes mental. Yeah. Um, and they had fireworks, first of all, that were, that exploded in little smiley faces. Like, Jesus. That's amazing. How do you do that? Literally, kind of a circle of, of, of sparks, two dots, and a, and, a, and a smile. I was like, that's absolutely amazing. And then they had, um, they set up kind of, like kind of spark jets in a that look like a massive smile. So it's you have to watch the video. I can't really describe it very well, but huge, like kind of from one side of the tower to the other. It would fire off um, one set of jets at one angle, and then a bit further on, one would be a bit further off and a bit further. Oh off. right. Okay. So it looked like this massive smile, and then they kept bursting into like eyes above it. It's just amazing. They're so well thought out. Oh and lasers. We and... watched a couple of minutes of it at the beginning. Yeah. Of, um... Skip to about sixteen minutes and watch the smile a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looked really good from what I've seen so far. It's just I was trying yeah. to watch it in work. Oh um, yeah. Fair before. So I couldn't get away with, very, with watching it all. But yeah, it looked pretty decent. Well worth decent. Well worth go, going. Um, yeah, and but to be fair, it was Don Towers was dead. It was the Friday, so it wasn't you know weekend. I suppose would be quite busy. Um, and it started to get busier towards the end of the day. But we got there, um, and there was about five of us. Um, straight to Spinball Wizard. One person didn't want to go on it. Two people wanted to go on it. Just um, queue. And me and Steve were like, well, it's raining. So, in fact, here's a little Alden Towers tip for you. If it's raining, go straight to Spinball Wizard and go straight into the single riders queue because they they run it on three people. They don't run it a full car. So uh, if you right, think about okay. it, if you're on your own, you're not going to be in the main queue. If there's two of you, you go in two, there's going to be a single rider space. If there's three of you, fair enough, it'll be a full car. But if there's then four, you've got, um, you know, two and two. So that's two single riders. Yeah. So pretty much almost every single combination you're going to have a single space yeah. so the queue goes down like no like nobody's business um and to be fair there was no one in that queue anyway so me and steve went round seven times <laughs> in the space of the other queue uh there's only about 20 minutes 20 maybe half an hour but literally just went round around around it was awesome um and then we had a look on ridetimes.co.uk it was 15 minutes for smiler it's like okay that either means that this, with this, the park's dead or uh, people are scared to go on it because someone got hit in the face with wheels. Did you not hear about this? No. Okay. Yeah, so about a couple of weeks ago, um, there was a bit of a, an accident on it again. Really? <laughs> um, the the car was going up the vertical lift hill, um, and some of the, the some little wheels that are like just guiding wheels that don't do anything, just kind of aim it, um, broke off and just Jesus. fell down the lift to the vertical lift hill. Oh my god, hit if you're a couple on of people that. in the in the face or in the side. It wasn't really no one was massively hurt. A couple of bruises and someone had a little cut. But it was more just, you know, obviously they had to close it and fix it and then the press oh came on. Oh my one. god. So um it only opened again on Thursday and we went on Friday. Yeah, I see the note saying we're back open again. Yeah. And I was like so that's nice. why, yeah. But bloody hell. Yeah. But they got a bit of nice compensation. It's I wonder like, if they were smiling afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> right, sorry. Yeah, that's that awful. That. Um, but yeah, expected that. that's, that's crazy, but I'll have watch yeah. the rest of that video anyway. But it was fine. It's 50, 50 minutes queue. We're like, hey, no, nothing to but worry yeah, about. But yeah, that's not bad at all, is it? Yeah, and then we went single riders, and that was like five minutes, so all was good. Bloody hell. But, yeah. Uh, you got very light there. 
Although, speaking of Friday and events it's on Friday... Friday, Friday, no gotta doubt. get down on Friday. But there's, there's two things I want to know if you watched. Number one, did you see S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes, I did. Like, it's the first one that's actually made me really, really into it. Um, yeah, well, it was definitely the best episode, yeah. It, yeah but I, it's kind of focused on Fitz and Simmons a bit. Um, yeah. And brought in some, you know, Avengers references with the Chitari and stuff. So yeah, which, I'd was, like that. which is really cool. And I don't know if it's just because I was feeling a little bit delicate on the Saturday right. morning. Okay. But it, the bit with the trying to get the anti-serum sorted out and right. just those two and they talk to each other, I, I fucking got to me. I was oh. like, oh, God. <laughs> Don't I just cry. Come to like you and you don't, don't actually cry, Reg. And I could feel myself like sort of going. I was like, wow. Oh, God. Thankfully, they managed to take me out of that when she goes to jump out the plane and like, he just like, runs, gets a parachute, and just chases it down. It looks that so was great. That was but, very Jack Bauer esque. It was, but then mm. it was filmed like very like 80s. We can't really film this sort of stuff very well. Yeah. Um, it was very Joss Whedon, definitely. But I don't know. I. No, I, I it it's definitely the best one, yeah, and I, it gives me high hopes for next week's, which is um, the the is Thor, Thor one, the one that's going to be linking in with that. How are we? Don't know, but obviously we'll find out, won't we? Now, um, and also we we won't go into recapping all the TV we've watched this week, but um, did you see Walking Dead? Yeah, that's okay. the other one I want to start. Um Yeah, that's, that's that we really can't talk about. Other than um, it was a very good episode. I, something happened that I really did not expect. No, like. At all. Absolutely not. So I was like, oh, mm. God, I'm dead intrigued to know how that's going to carry on. Mm. And I'm also, also intrigued to know if with the webisodes, yeah. something might, I don't know how long they're keeping the webisodes going for, or if they're going to correlate inside with any of part of the main story. Don't know. No, I've not watched anything of it. But, um, you know, they've been in the hostel that Rick was in, with right. the time saying, like, dead inside, don't open and whatnot. Um, but I need to properly... Well, probably not, because then that's miles, miles away from that now. I know, yeah, but... You know, if there are only episodes, it doesn't have to follow the proper story. It's just little things, isn't it? It's true. I just so. just want to know if Rick's going to get his watch back. That's I'm all, gonna that's all say, I'll say. I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Should we get on to actual news then, instead of just talking about what, what we did to make people jealous? Yeah, <laughs> you know? why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, well, I just got back from the cinema. I went to see Gravity. You stopping making people jealous of stuff you've done. Sorry, see? yeah. But yeah, anyway. um, I, I do you know the good thing about this is I can talk about it um in a completely spoiler-free way because it doesn't matter what happens because everyone knows what happens. Everyone's seen the trailer. Everyone knows it's Sandra Bullock and George Clooney getting stuck in space when their shuttle gets trashed by boring space debris. Um, all oh, right, so it's the full right. So they are literally just stuck outside for all of it. Yeah, I mean it's like. I know, I saw a lot of people saying it was like that, um, what's that called, Dead Water or something like that, that one where they're... Oh my god, that's what, stuck on the... That's what the I, like, someone had said, oh, it's like that, but in space, and, and not even. It's just, everything about it is spectacular, just the look of it, to start with. It's It was like $80 million, they spent a lot of money on it. Jesus. The guy, have you seen Children of Men? Yes. Okay, so it's the guy who directed that, right, um, okay. and that has its faults, that movie, but what I absolutely love about it is the kind of the the visual style of it and the direction of it. Like there's there's two scenes in that which are like ten minutes long and it's just a single shot. Like there's that that bit where um I can't I can't remember because it's been ages since I've seen it, but where um Clive Owen 
um, he's kind of he's got to go into a building to rescue someone, and there's all these explosions going off, buildings collapsing, people sh- getting shot, and it's all one shot, mm. and that is that seems to be his his forte. So there's about probably about four scenes in this that are like that. The first fifteen minutes is just one continuous shot. It's all I guess it's CGI together, but it just looks amazing because it's just the camera. Just showing the earth and then zooming in and then you'll go, you know, George Clooney will go flying past and then it'll zoom in and show Sandra Bullock working on the space shuttle and stuff like that. And they're talking, obviously. But yeah, just it looks absolutely incredible in 3D as well. It is, is, is it one of the films where 3D, is it like Avatar 3D where it absolutely something more it? so? Absolutely. Right. Yeah, just, I, I just, I don't know, I cannot envisage watching it in 2D. Because so what you're saying is now you watch it, you probably won't watch it again because um, you're going to get a 3D I'd, I'd love to watch it again. I think it would probably work on a small screen in just just because it was really thrilling. Um, in the same way as Apollo 13. It's very similar like that. You just, I don't know, you just know that it's really just... Uh, it's, it's the story that would make it work on the small screen. But right. I, if I was going to go and see it on a big screen, it would have to be in 3D. Right, okay. That's what I mean. It looks boring though. Right. Right. Okay. This, right, this is my my only problem I've got with it. Right. Obviously, we know that they're stuck in space. Right. Where'd you go people, from that? Yeah. Just stuck. Okay. Outside. It's it's not really. It's it's them trying to uh, rescue themselves. Right. So um, they're not just floating in space, going, oh, you know, oh, your O two's low. Oh, uh, oh, there's there's an O two. You know, it's not like that. Like you know, them just trying to keep each other awake or anything just floating in the middle of nowhere there's the stuff in space you've got the international space station for example and you've got other space stations and stuff right and they you know i, I, I don't want to give stuff away i don't want to say where the story goes but it it you know it's not all set outside in space there are moments that are in space stations and in pods and stuff like that and they may or may not survive i won't say Right. Okay. So it's definitely it's definitely got enough of a story to think, keep you entertained. I think it needs. I need to see something else on it before I go. I don't think you will see anything yes. else. That's the thing. I'll probably give it a swerve ball. Okay. Then, to fair be honest. It, it, it's, it was got, one what, of the well, best films I've seen at the cinema this year. Definitely. Really. Definitely. It I, just ev- just ev- everything about it. Everything kind of aligned for me with this. It, it was just. I don't know. It was really well made. It was. It's one of those films. I guess they could have thought, "Oh, we could have anyone in it." The fact they had George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. It was more. It needed some a couple of kind of really big actors to properly bring it to life. Yeah, but and they do it, it well. You don't even think, "Oh, this is George Clooney. This is Sandra Bullock." Especially well, that's Sandra right. Because I'm not a massive fan of Sandra Bullock, and no. I don't mind George Clooney in two things, um, but. I'm not really a massive fan of Mr. Clooney. No, well, um, Batman and Robin, yeah. Batman and Robin's yeah. definitely one of them, and the Nescafe advert is of the course. other. Of course, yeah. Nescafe, what else? Oui. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, no, I don't know. I, I, may, I may at some point, before it finishes, I may go and watch you, it. You probably won't with that, if that's, if that's your reaction. I can tell. I know, it's just there's so many of the films out there that I really want to see as well. Um... And that just at the moment isn't making me go. Come watch me! I'm amazing! I'm that okay. good! I'm based on two guys floating in space! Woo! Right, before it leaves the cinema, I'm going to take you on Orange Wednesday, my treat. Right, okay. Because okay. I'll, I'll, I'll have to go and watch it again. It, I did enjoy it that much. 
Well, just I mean, did you did, you've seen Apollo thirteen? Yeah. And did you like it? Uh, All right, <laughs> you might not like this. Then I I found it very. It was like a, a more modern version of that. In that you know, it wasn't set in the sixties and stuff like that. But um, but that was the same. I loved that film, and seeing it at the cinema, um, it was just like well, I went to see it in the states, um, and you you know the really. Obviously, yeah. quite patriotic, and you can imagine this is one of their big, big stories. Apollo thirteen. Every American kid knows it. Every growing up, especially, and you can imagine all these people that probably lived through that time. Um, just from the moment things went wrong. In fact, no, from the moment um, there's a bit where his wife's having a shower, and she drops a wedding ring and it goes down the drain. From that moment, the, the place was silent because that's kind of the beginning of the end. The you know the the point where everything starts going wrong. So yeah. just. You could hear a pin drop in there. It's the same with this. That's just, right. even though, you know, UK, it's just, it, it was, I don't know, I think everyone who'd gone to see that was expecting something big, was prepared for what it was. And very, very good. I'd highly, highly, highly recommend it. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. You do have one of those really convincing voices that make you go, oh, yeah, I probably will end up giving yeah, it a go. Yeah, and then you're going to you're gonna hate it. I might I know, not. I know your type. Just, oh, just Napoleon Dynamite is one of the funniest films you'll ever watch, Reggie. You really need to watch it. Just, just watch it. Right. So good. My problem with Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> was, everyone was said that. it was hyped up <laughs> to shit. Now, yeah. whenever someone keeps hyping stuff up to you and then you eventually get around to watching it, yeah. You know it's not as good as what you you're thinking in your head because everyone else said it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. Honestly, I promise you, it's the funniest thing ever. Listen to me quote Napoleon Dynamite from start to finish for you for three months before Very you true. eventually get around to watching it. And I'm like, but this well, this is why that. no one that we introduced to Scott Pilgrim enjoys it <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> that, that's exactly the same reason. Yeah, but I already I watched Scott Pilgrim with you the first time, so I was content. Oh no, I know. I'm not. I'm not. Don't mean you, but that's, yeah, I know. Just I know. In general, why? But, yeah, but uh, the thing is, with Scott Pilgrim, it was a great film anyway. Mm. And Napoleon Dynamite was just weird and shit. Okay. So yeah, that's that's my opinions of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reg's three-word review of Napoleon Dynamite. It was shit. And I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was, I was expecting this to say. I, I was be, trying to think to of be quite honest. one of their little quotey things to go like, duh, whatever it was he does, but... God! Yeah. Lips are real bad. Idiot! Yeah, any of the above could go for him that's playing You're it. just jealous because I've been chatting with babes online all day. Yeah, haven't you been watching Gravity? Joseph, don't be a liar. True. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, in other new movie news, space-related, uh, Star Trek Three may have a director, and it's a bit of an unexpected one, to be quite honest. I'm not quite sure what I've they're thinking. Seen I love the guy. This uh, yeah. Joe Cornish, yeah, one half of Adam, Adam and Joe, Joe. Um, the guy who wrote and directed um, Attack the Block, and also co-wrote Ant-Man. Uh, it just, yeah. just doesn't seem doesn't seem the correct movie choice. Like the, the film no. choice for him. Don't get me wrong, I know he is a massive geek anyway, like a massive yeah. nerd. So he probably will do it justice. But his film. It's just a biz- it is definitely just... a bizarre option. Um, it's not confirmed yet. We should right. put that out there, but supposedly it's highly likely. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds um... intriguing. Yeah, unless they do it Adam and Joe style, that it literally just oh, is just like with... puppets and t- figure, finger toys and <laughs> yes. stuff, action figures. Adam and Joe, who did, I mean, um, What's it called? Uh, 
Robot Chicken before Robot Chicken did it. Yeah. Just I used amazing. to love the Adam and Joe show with like the friends, and it was just like the sh- sitcom Friends, but yeah. with like furry animals. That's right, like, the cuddly toys and stuff. It was and just bad dad. Bad dad was an <laughs> ace as well. It was just there's just so many brilliant ideas they had that has just been stolen from them now. Yeah, just such a shame. Very Even true. though Robot Chicken is amazing, it's just Adam and Joe was so much better back in the day. Pretty sure if you YouTube it, you'll be able to find it. At oh, some you definitely. If you go onto um, Adam Buxton's. YouTube. He's got a lot of a lot of Adam and Joe stuff on there. Amazing. Uh, yeah, as well as every episode of Bug, which is also awesome. Which I wish they'd make another series of. I loved that show. I did need to. Um, I needed to watch that. I had them Sky Plus, and I haven't actually got around to watching it yet. Um, but there's there's more TV shows on the way as well, Dan, that I would love to watch and can't wait for come out. Such as such as uh, from Dust Till Dawn. I didn't even realise they were doing a TV series. I'd heard they were contemplating it. I didn't know how far it had got. But yeah. um, Robert Rodriguez was yeah. basically saying that um, if you can imagine the um, the film was the short story, apparently this is the novel the short story was based on, All right, okay. um, is how he was phrasing this. Um, so it's, it's basically um, a sort of a, a rebranding of the, of the tale. Apparently... It's based the same characters, mm. but it's different actors that are playing the obviously the characters. That they haven't got George Clooney back into it, no. which you know that was one of the things I actually did like George Clooney on. Oh, yeah, fair However, enough. it's quite big, well not massively big, but it's, they are quite big people. So you've got um, is it is it DJ Cutrone or whatever yeah, the guy from uh, from GI Joe Retaliation? Oh no, D- um, and Dear John, um, yeah. So DJ Cutrone. I don't know who that is. Yeah, um, you've got him. He's playing George Clooney's no part, and then you've got Zane Holtz, who was in uh, the Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is pretty cool. Um, okay. And also uh, Jesse Garcia, who's in Sons of Anarchy, Sons of Anarchy as well. I've, right, I've heard of him. The other two, I've got no idea about. You will have because that. Yeah, show me the guy in GI Joe. That's the guy from GI Joe. Okay. You're still giving me that face. Oh, hang on, I'm don't. on a porn site. Not that. Wow. Wait. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember him. To be fair, I don't remember that much of that film. What didn't really. It it's that's probably me that a good much. thing. Um, and also Don Johnson uh, from Django Unchained. Okay. Um, is in and as well <laughs> as the sheriff and <laughs> Nash Bridges. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. specifically Django Unchained. <laughs> um, but apparently he's having a recurring role as the sheriff. Yes. Um, which is going through that's starting uh, quarter one, two thousand and four. Um, apparently they're having um, <laughs> you ten just, episodes. You just reminded me of something, actually. Carry, carry on. Yeah, I'll, so I'll they're go. having ten episode runs, uh, and actually Rodriguez is directing the first two episodes as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, so he's he's really psyched about it. The thing I remember about Dust—it's been ages since I watched from Dust Till Dawn, though. I remember it feeling weird, like like kind of two completely separate stories. Like you had the whole um, the hostage thing. At the beginning, and then you've then got the vampire thing at the end, yep. and it just seems so, so. Putting that into a TV show seems a bit weird. It's like where does that line then get drawn? Is it twelve episodes for the series, and then six? You've got the the normal stuff, and then the six, you know. Yeah, I'm think I'm hoping because they tried to do the second one, didn't they? And the third oh, one, they did, the, yeah. just to have done, and they were awful. Um, but they tried to give a bit of a backstory, but failed miserably just because they. You know, mm. they just wanted to rush these things out. Yeah. Whereas the story from, from this one, apparently, it's going to be 
properly penciled down, so I think it's going to interweave okay. the story, the backlog, and that's why it's that specified location. I'll happily watch it. it. Do you know what channel so, it's, it's coming um, from? El Rey. That doesn't sound good. I don't know. I, I, I've gone off it now as well. That's fine, don't worry. Production begins on El Rey Networks TV. Notation, so Factory Made Ventures on El Rey Network. All right, that's probably the production studio that's making it, though, not necessarily the channel that's All right, I'm not too sure what the um, TV channel. It says it's pre uh, premiering on El Rey Network in All right. quarter one, 2004. Mm, that, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. But if Robert Rodriguez is sorting out as well, apparently True. it's got quite a big budget and stuff, okay. so it could actually be, be rather decent. Um, I'm happy to give it a go. That's Very, the hope. I, I definitely will. Yeah. Yeah, Machete has definitely bought my uh, loyalty from Robert Rodriguez. Yes, that was a quality yeah. film. Um, we won't get back into that. No. Um, I, I, you have to remind me whether it was... I definitely spoke to you about this, but I can't remember whether we spoke on last week's podcast, but I was talking about Revolution, and there was um, I was saying about how it... Uh, no, that was in the car on the way back. Okay, from excellent. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Um, I, I'll just... I'll, I'll just just kind of uh, explain as quickly as I can what we were talking about, but um, the second series of Revolutions on Sky at the minute um, on, on NBC in the States um, and I was saying how I didn't really get that into the first season, even though I watched it all I just felt like I had to watch it to find out what was happening but didn't enjoy it that much and the second season I'm enjoying a lot more um, I don't know why it just feels completely different seems a lot more interesting, it's funnier as well, and they they've started kind of doing loads of references to um kind of our era stuff right. like they had um they the first episode had um uh, they went into a into a bar and there's a guy there playing a banjo singing like uh, sweet child of mine or something like that and all through it there's like <laughs> country versions of modern rock songs all right because it's just like set 30 years in the future mm. and they've got no electricity yeah so um yeah obviously country music would probably take a bit more of a folky music because it's unplugged um, and then there's a bit they walk through past this kind of circus and there's a guy going in this tent we have the last surviving friend yes sir David Swimmer is here <laughs> I think so and and um, the, the, the one found <laughs> really funny there's a guy he's going uh, my, my dad um, used to tell me stories um, of uh, this uh, ranger um, he just you know how he just didn't take any rubbish from anyone he used to he'd, he'd, he'd always go around saving people <laughs> and everything the guy's there what was his name he's like it was, I think it was Walker he's like was he a ranger in Texas by any chance he goes yeah yeah that's it like your dad told you about Walker Texas Ranger he goes yeah he made me want to become a cop amazing <laughs> <Just like that>. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway we digress um, what's the other TV news it's a little bit less interesting for them from *Dust Till Dawn*, to be honest. They've some network has decided they're going to make four Marvel TV shows, and yeah. Yeah, see, I heard something about this. Isn't *Daredevil* one of them? Oh yes, Red *Daredevil* TV series. I'm so excited. Right, I'll be excited. Right, if it's going to be like *Phoenix Wright*. <laughs> I would rather it wasn't, <laughs> but. The Daredevil film was awful. Okay, no, it and wasn't. It, it was. No, and I don't mind the comics. First of all, it, it wasn't. I quite but like second, the comics. Yeah, second. Right. The whole point is, I'll, I'll be more excited now. I was trying to just. <laughs> I know, but I'd like why didn't you? Because I know how much you like Daredevil. <laughs> it's great. I don't care. Kevin Smith's in it as well, so surely that earns it points. But anyway, my the, the basic Netflix and Disney slash Marvel have made a deal. Um, 
that they are going to have five Marvel TV series. There's going to it's going to start off in 2015 with um, a Daredevil series. Then there's going to be a uh, Jessica Jones TV series. Then there's going to be um, Iron Fist, and there's going to be Luke Cage. Right I now, when Luke Cage was going to come into yeah. something Marvelly in in the comics, they basically they're all based around Hell's Kitchen, so it's all in the same sort of world. Um, they do kind of you know intermix in the comics. Um, if kind of a couple of them form like an, a, a splinter group of the Avengers and things like that. Um, so that it, those four characters, it sounds like sounds like it's going to work really well um, and it's all going to tie up at the end it's going to be 13 episodes per season for, for uh, per character and then it's all going to tie up at the end with like a mini series based on the Defenders which is all of them together mm-hmm. so it's like the Avengers of the TV which just sounds genius and it's Netflix yeah. if, if it's done well that would be brilliant yeah well brilliant. it's worth five ninety nine of anyone's money I'm sure because if it's like every other Ooh. series they've done they've just immediately put them all up at the same time to watch so you just do a marathon, thirteen episodes in a day, easy. Which is nice. In a week, you got a month to do it and cancel. It's fine. Yeah. See, I've, we, I, you have Netflix anyway. I used Netflix yesterday. Anyway, mm. um, I watched quite a few things, and we watched some god awful rubbish. We watched Hansel and Gretel: The Witch Hunters. Is that the the one with thingy in it? Um, is that the movie? Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's on that. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Fine. And so, it's awful. Yeah, it looks it. it. it it's they, they tried to do it adult. Right. Yeah, but it's so cheesy and shit at the same time. Like, there's it, there's bits when it starts off. And it looks very Van Helsing like. Yeah, the kids and they go to the candy house and I was like, oh, here we go. But then they chuck the witch in the fire and I was like, interesting. And a kid's head gets lopped off. Um, okay. It's very bloody. You can tell it's a th- when it's one of the first 3D films that came out because anything that sort of happens, are like, ooh, zoom around and look yeah. at this in 3D. And I was like, God, but the film was just fucking awful. But then we watched up. Now, Up is amazing. I've never yeah. seen it before. There's loads of Pixar ones you've never seen. You've never seen Wally, have you? No. And it, well, that was the next one we were going to watch, oh, but then remembered do. we had Walking Dead. So okay. I was like, I'm going to watch Walking Dead instead. I love Wally um, so much. But Up was brilliant. I, admittedly, the first, again, I, we went out on the Saturday evening um, with our friends. Yeah. And then that was about five o'clock, and I got in the next day at about one o'clock. Um, so. I got, no, not five o'clock, about ten o'clock we went out, so I got in at about one o'clock. Um, and I was just so drunk that, that day. The, it was basically yesterday was hangover day, so we watched loads of really just shit on telly and stuff. Right. We watched up, and the beginning part, I was like, I don't know if it's just because I'm hungover, but this it's is really, really upsetting. And oh, yeah. How can this be a kid's film? And yeah. It was really, really harsh, and it was the bits as well when he was like, Ellie, don't worry, we're nearly there. And I was like... I hope he gets that. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, I'm turning into a bloody, like, a blubbering wreck here. But then the dog says dog. it. Dog yeah. is amazing. Do- I really awesome. want dog. He's just dog. great. <laughs> he's just, yeah. in fact, when he talks, he's like, squirrel, point. Yeah. <laughs> point. <laughs> I love him. I really want a dog. Like, that dog, I don't want our dog. I want that, that dog. You want, you want him to have the collar. It, it's just... It's great. It's really weird. Out of like, there's a, most Pixar movies are kind of have you know really amazing, massive storyline. And this one, I remember when it's getting released, just like, so now it just seems a little bit unremarkable. It's like, I mean, it's a great story, but it just doesn't look like it was going to be that great. But it's the characters and the writing, as always, that yeah. Do it. Um, 
it's same same reason I, I I wasn't expecting much from Brave, but that just didn't then have anywhere near the heart. I just really didn't enjoy right, that okay. as much. Only Pixar film I think I say I don't enjoy, and that includes Cars one and two. I I didn't mind them. I didn't mind Cars one. Yeah, I think Cars two. Um, Dreading planes. Oh yeah, it's not Pixar though. That's fine. That was Disney going. Well, we own the characters now. More money. Yay. Um. But, yeah, it's kids' fault for buying so much Cars merchandise. Simple as that. The movies don't do that well, but the merchandise is ridiculous. Well, speaking of things, I suppose, while we're talking about Disney and merch and films and um, Star Wars having a release date. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's it's quite clever, actually, to be fair. If you think about it, we've got um, this Christmas, Hobbit 2. Next Christmas, Hobbit 3. And then they've got the Christmas after that all wrapped up now with Star Wars Episode Seven. When is it? The fifteenth of December or something? Something. Uh, yeah, December. something in December. It's like twenty-second of December or the eighteenth of December. Yeah, I know it's at the end. It's just before Christmas. Um, so yeah, to be fair, it's quite clever. They moved it from summer, haven't they? And and the summer's just packed because that's um, wait, what are we talking? Twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty. If we're talking twenty fifteen, Christmas twenty fifteen, summer of twenty fifteen is. Uh, Guardians of Gal- no Avengers two, mm-hmm. Ant Man. Um, I can't remember. I remember looking at one point and just thinking, there's so much big stuff, loads of big sequels. So, yeah, it's good well, thinking on their part. When is it as well? The um, the auditions. Yeah, well, yeah, we we need to do go and do the auditions. <laughs> I think it's yeah. They, I wonder um, if we can get away with they that. Put an open casting call for the two lead roles. The um, there's a a sassy streetwise uh, orphan girl. Um, uh, who's got to be under 20 and then there's um, I can't remember the, the description of the guy I just remember that he's in uh, early 20s yeah street smart it's street, street yeah. smart um, That's it. teenage lad isn't it really yeah. but it's going to be an interesting one because also coming out in um, December 2015 mm-hmm. is the Warcraft film World of Warcraft oh yeah um, which admittedly we sort of knew nothing about um a while back, they, they basically told us, yes, There's we're going to have someone one. on board to, to sort of direct it, um, but they tried to give away hardly anything. Yeah. So, as you know... We've known it's, yeah, Duncan Jones who directed Moon. Um, mm-hmm. Who, have you, again, have you seen Moon? No. It's good. It's, it's the, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't expect the guy who directed that to be directing Warcraft, but it's the same, I guess it's the same as the guy who directed 500 Days of Summer directing Spider-Man. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> same idea. Give him a chance at least, I guess. Um, but, well, I'm going to give him a chance just because apparently the going, the going back. Um, so obviously it's, it was originally going to be the World of Warcraft film, mm. but it's not as in the World of Warcraft like the MMO. It's it's not just war- it's not Warcraft. That. It's, it's, it's going the to be, world that yeah, it's going to be based the in the world of Warcraft. Okay. Um, basically, and it. They're bringing back characters and locations from most of the main games, like mm. the Warcraft 1, 2, and 3. Um, so you've got the likes of Lothar and Duraton, um, who are the big oh, they're two. they're my favourite. <laughs> yeah, well, they're like the big main horde um, orc dude, and you've got the obviously big main alliance. Okay, he's the guy um, in the box. I won't bother. Yeah, I won't bother <laughs> going into it because obviously I don't want to lose everyone who is maybe still listening. Um, but yeah, apart from that, they've also released some concept art at BlizzCon as well um, of some of the locations, which has got me really excited. I tried to just basically stay away from WoW now. I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV and okay. try not to get sucked in as much. 
Um, but I really want to go back and play it now because they've announced um, the concept art for the likes of uh, Draenor, uh, which is a starting area for one of the races, um, Dalaran, which is when you get towards sort of top level, it's a floating city, which looks beautiful. It's literally right. up in the sky. Uh, it looks superb. Stormwind, which is the Alliance main sort of base, and Ironforge, which is the Dwarven area, which is going to be awesome because it's literally going to be a place full of dwarves. So like the Hobbit yeah. sort of Shire. But instead of hobbits, it's going to be proper full-on burly men drinking beers and okay. fighting and hammers and mages and oh, hammers, awesome shit. Yeah, it's just it's, it's going to be, be a good. lot of hammers now. Um, but apparently, it's going to the film itself is going to be like an origin sort of story. Um, so what they're going to be doing is basing it around when the, the basically the humans first meet that sort of the orcs, um, and it goes on from there. So if you know of the story. Anyway, <laughs> prepare to be excited. It's going to be fantastic. If you don't know the story at all, honestly, it's one of the greatest stories. Even though it, everyone relates it to obviously really nerdy, really geeky sort of mm. game itself, the story behind it is really, really powerful. And the characters in it are superb. Uh, really, really good. It, again, it got to the bit um, when you're doing one of the, uh, the missions in World of Warcraft. You go back and there's Arthas from the Alliance, um, mm. basically he turns into what they class as the Lich King, uh, which is no spoiler because it's been out for fucking years, so that's fine. Um, but it's the way he turns. He basically just wants to try and save, basically the human. He wants to try and save all of these people from this sort of plague, and he keeps going and going, and then he just goes crazy killing people um, to try and basically try and cut off the, um, the quarantine, I suppose, so to speak. And okay. he tries to just... He's doing it for the good, but then he starts losing it. The more he's doing, he starts going a bit crazy and so upset and rage, and then he sort of moves off and he becomes the Lich King. But the way that it's enforced in the game, you can you hear him, obviously, your proper voice acting, and he's really calm and he wants it all to happen, and you can slowly hear in his voice him losing it as you go further and further and further. But in the actual games itself, it branches out and it's it's played out beautifully and it's really really nice and a huge epic sweeping saga so that's that starts the story in. they're going for is it then yeah i don't know if, if arthur's is going to be included arthur's will at some point be included in this uh but they're going for like the original like the art like the origin story of how they first came together and hopefully they're going to include where the scar basically comes from um okay. which is like the big where the big battle happened the sort of the dividing uh part but I'm I'm happy to give it a chance. I've got a couple of years to try. It's, to get into it's it. going to be superb. Um, but the thing I like about it as well is because Warcraft, you play as both races. Well, the Alliance and Horde, like you know, you've got all the race yeah. together. They they don't want to just single out. Go right, okay, this is an alliance story. Yeah, this is humans. Humans going to win. Humans going to do this because they don't. It's still an ongoing battle continuously, no matter okay. when it starts. So you're also going to have it from the orc side as well. So when the orcs come across, you're still going to be sort of like empathetic towards the hood because you're hearing their story, you're seeing what's going on with, with them. So it's not just going to be like, oh, you're all bad because you're not. It's it's a really gripping, quite good, really good story. Uh, so that's going to be dead interesting. Uh, they don't really want to give too much away about it, though, which is rather annoying because I'm so excited. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be apparently the hybrid of live action and CGI. Um, however... The majority of the orcs, it's all real actors that are going to be done up as orcs with little CGI stuff right, amended no to them again. as well. Um, yeah. So it's it's going to be really, really, really interesting. It's the um, people of industrial light and magic of course um, that are doing all yeah. the effects and stuff as well. Yeah. So 
I'm going to be excited about that when it comes out. Um, speaking of Warcraft as well, there's another expansion news. I will stop going about it because I know Dan looks quite bored <laughs> at the present. Um, but yeah, so they've announced another expansion pack um, for WoW, which is going to have previous characters in there again as well. You're going to be able to relive some of Aren't the... they doing high-res um, character models? They are indeed, sir. I saw that. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. You checking out the WoW thing? Honestly, yeah. right, the first level's 1 to 20 are free. I know. I, at some point, I'll try it. You need to. They have announced, though, that WoW was never designed that it was ever going to be a free-to-play, which was one of the quick questions that kept getting asked at BlizzCon, uh, because obviously it's been losing subscribers every now and again saying, change it free-to-play. And like, well, no, it won't work as a free-to-play idea. Like, the way some MMOs come out as a free-to-play, the ones that start off pay for and then move to a free-to-play die. Mm. It's like hardly anyone plays the Star Wars that went free to play now. Hardly anyone plays Lord of the Rings that's free to play Aeon. Mm. It it just it's not working out. Really, isn't the same as DC Online. Hardly anyone plays the DC Online one mm. now because that went free to play and it's just it's not working out In very fact, well. Um, just because you mentioned uh, Lord of the Rings, then have you seen the new Humble, Humble Bundle? The yes, Warner Brothers one. Um, amazing. It's about you, you pay six dollars, beat the average at the minute. You get Arkham City, Arkham Asylum. Uh, War of the North, or the Rings, War of the North. I can't remember what else. There's a there's six amazing games. Maybe yeah. five amazing games. And War War of the North was was really good as well. Mm -hmm. Re so yeah, really fun. Thoroughly enjoyed. But that anywho, game. which is great. Um, well, I suppose speaking of bundles, and what's the expansion pack going to be? They say anything now? Yeah, I mean the expansion pack is going to have um, obviously sort of like the new locations um, inside it, and they're going back to some of the old characters as well. Yeah. So you're going to be able to have. It, with with Blizzard, it really annoys me with WoW because all they seem to do is go up five levels, add a few raids, you know, one or two sort of locations to it. But the five levels, it just why not ten? It it really winds me up the way that they go. Here's a five level gap. Now don't get wrong, it'll take people all of uh, what about four hours to just steam through five five levels okay. because certain people basically don't have lives and like to sit and playing on on that their entire life. Yeah. Um which don't get me wrong, you know, if you really enjoy it, you know, go for it. I I play it, so I'm I'm not gonna be one of those people that'll slag off you if you sit there and want to play WoW all day. I'm quite content with that. Um but yeah, so that's gonna be coming out soon anyway. Um I will do a little article and go on about it so the people who are interested will actually be able to read about it and instead of hear me waffle on about it. What oh, I will right. waffle on about and what I want to waffle on about is Bloody stupid sizes of installation um, for the Xbox One. Okay. Um, obviously, Xbox One's coming out soon. Um, yes. Literally, no matter. Twenty second. Yeah, not too far away. Yet yeah, somebody already got theirs early. <laughs> Did you see this on the news? No. No. Right. It was someone from I think it was GameStop. Um, accidentally, what in their main office? He was late pre-ordering. It was like, oh God, went to see if he could get on the emergency sort of list as the pre-order. Ordered it on Friday. Um, and literally on Monday morning he had a knock on the door, it was the postman he was like, can you sign for your package? He was like, okay, Over it, opened it up and it was an Xbox One, and he was like, oh shit uh, and they say it was, I think it was from Walmart or somewhere, because then he went to GameStop and he was like, um, have you got any Xbox One games? And I'm like, well the only one we've got is is Ghosts, and he was like, I'll have it and they're like, well uh, I don't know if there's a street date release on this yet because the console's not out but, because the console wasn't out mm -hmm. there is no street they, yeah, no yeah. one else can sell it because there's nothing else. So he was like, "Yeah, you can have it." So he bought Ghost, went online, and just like filmed loads of footage of him opening up the box and doing all this stuff. 
Um, Microsoft have found out and banned his account. Um, so now he can't physically play his Xbox One now until launch day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's he's basically done that. It even came with the day one patch, so that's all live ready for it to to come out. Okay. The uh, yeah, the patch day and everything, <laughs> which is just great. Um, yeah, sorry. So it was Target who was the company oh, yeah. that uh, that released okay. it early. Um, but what they were saying is it's a 500 gig hard drive. Mm-hmm. Um, they are at some point doing a um, an external hard drive yeah, support, which mm-hmm. they're going to have to do because the size of some of the installations for the games. This isn't game save files either. This is just the initial installation. Okay. Right. Range from about 256 meg, which is fine, up to 43 gig. <laughs> wow. For the initial launch of titles. So this running through this Battlefield 4, it's going to be 33 gig, where it's about. I think it's about four, possibly five, on um, on this generation console. Um, Call of Duty Ghost is 39 gig, right? Something which is very larger in scale of gameplay. Assassin's Creed 4 is only 20 gig, which is just insane. Um, Forza Motorsport 5 is 31 gig. Just Dance, right? Which, <laughs> if you've seen Just Dance... Doesn't really need to be an Xbox really One title, does it? No, and it definitely doesn't need 22 gig of your hard drive <laughs> <laughs> to play. It's insane. Wow. The, the biggest surprise, NBA 2K14, is the one that has the 43 gig um, installation for it. That's really impressive. Not as impressive though as Zumba World Party, which has a 24 gig installation. <laughs> Honestly, man, there's just there's so many just in, insane, insane wow. sizes. You've only got a 500 gig hard drive. I fit in quite a few on my PlayStation 3, which has got a 500 from, gig hard drive. You get from PlayStation Plus the, as well, you yeah. download full games. I download full games, but like all the big games are only still like 9 gig, I'm like curious 15 what, gig. I'm curious what PS4 is going to be, because so. I'm guessing they've not announced anything, but there's still going to be installation files. So. Yeah. The um, You were saying about the, um, the Xbox coming early. I retweeted a picture that Amazon.com... Um, tweeted of their warehouse and all their PlayStation 4s and it's just this massive warehouse it's just a shot down the aisle and just rows and rows and rows of PlayStation 4s and they're like we're ready I'm like yeah okay <laughs> they've got all their stock in but um, you know on, on Facebook and they're like you're constantly seeing people um, kind of uh, share photos of like there'll be a, a comment on it and it'll be something like uh We've got 479 Beats uh, headphones that are open box, oh, yeah. so we can't resell them. So we're giving them away to our, our, our lucky followers. Just re- you share this post and follow our page. And you it's love like, them as well. It's like Tesco shop, or it's Argos and then dot. You know, it's like trying pretending to be you know Sony computers or something like that. It's people masquerading as proper. Um, yeah, shops and you know websites or whatever, but with just a little difference, and you you end up liking them, and then a week later they've changed the name of the page to something else just so they've got a million followers. Then um, I saw someone put it was uh, I think it was on I think it might have been under Amazon, can't remember, but it was like we've got seven hundred PS4s that are open and we can't sell, and they put that picture up. It's like well, first of all, why would you have that many open? Oh Secondly, why you know Sony would kill you? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> thirdly, don't be stupid, people. That's ridiculous, so, isn't it? Yes. That is actually insane. Yeah. But anywho. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and yeah, I see you've put a little note on here as well. We talked about it last week. Uh, Dota two. Ah, oh, diatide. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, they've they've basically apologised. They've had a lot of stuff they've been doing uh, yeah. at the moment. Valve, understandably. After Vol- um, Volvo got involved, and um, yeah, yeah after, right, after, we <laughs> they basically went, whoa, 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 don't bring Volvo into it. We'll do it. Anything apart from Volvo people. Um, so yeah, they basically said that the next title patch. Um, that's coming up because they've been working on it continuously so hard uh, all the way through this. That, yeah, admittedly they, they should have released it on time, but they have give um, an explanation of sorts. So Valve announced that Dota 2 Halloween events Diatide is actually coming in the next update. It's um, not Halloween. Which yeah, which unfortunately isn't Halloween. Um, so basically, what happened is whenever we make a significant mistake, uh, we spend a bunch of time looking at what happened, why it happened, and how we can fix this. So we didn't ship a diatide event this year, and too right, you're upset about this. That was clearly a mistake, and then we compounded the mistake, uh, the problem, by not telling you what was going on. Um, upset is putting it quite kindly. Um, several of our fans have bombed Dota 2's Metacritic user score, while others took their threats and complaints to Twitter and game forums, um, which we think was a little bit unfair. Um, but some of the reasons are the fact that it was working on a huge update, um, which they couldn't spare the man hours to put uh, Diatide together um, for it Um, but then they've also said as well um, that it takes a lot of time to do um, the coding um, involved in it and also they want to put a bit of a story to it um, so re-theme stuff takes a lot of time uh, which they apologise for but then you know at the end of the day they put a massive patch in place about two weeks before Diatide came out and there's a huge one on way like an absolutely huge one on way, uh, so which which is going to okay. be sounding really interesting, and I'm rather excited for. They won't give anything away. They haven't even told you when it's coming up, which is the the downside because obviously it, it's been a Halloween thing. Is it going to be free? It will be free. Yep. And that's the one free. the one beautiful thing about this it is it's everything free, free about it. You can still go on and buy like customizable yeah. skins, but you don't can't buy anything that will affect the game. Which yeah, is just, oh right, really? So you can't. Brilliant. Yeah, it's it's not like some of these premium games on like Android and iOS where you, you're you never going to win because people who spend £100 on Oh yeah, no, game. not in the slightest. It's the only thing that if someone's got a new sword, it's just a skin over the old sword. It's, it's the same. Yeah so, like, anytime, yeah, so anytime that you finish a mission, you would go back to one again and then you, right. you've got to level up everything again and then you finish and then you go back and level it up again and you keep going through and through but you buy stuff in the game which you can't use, like you can't use it with real money by um, every time you get kills or something, you get a certain amount of coins, and you can buy and you can upgrade. So the only way you'd actually be able to earn those, earn the big massive weapons, mm. is if you're good at the game. Okay. But you can't buy stuff to be good at the game. You literally got to put the time and effort well, in and actually learn to play. Good it, on them then. Which is superb, and it's it's a damn damn good game. Yeah. So go play it. It's free. It's free. My favourite kind of. Price. So, yeah, just one more thing. One more thing. New Girls Generation music video. Yeah. Out. yeah. Go and go and Google for it. It's called My Oh My. It's from their um, their fourth Japanese mini album. Um, also features the song I Got a Boy, which is a YouTube Music Award winning video. Um, yeah. That's not really the one more thing, but I just had to say it. Um, it's glorious. What What is the one more thing? Is guess who is reforming? Uh-oh. <laughs> is this in a good way or a bad way? <laughs> I'll let you decide. I'm guessing since there's one more thing, it's not going to be a good thing. Uh, I'll let you decide. Um, 
I'm going to go for Bewitched. Oh, well, they've already reformed. It's the big, the, the big reunion. They're on the big reunion. Oh my God, they're not. Are they? a, yeah, uh, they that, for ages. Yeah, New kids on the block. Again, <laughs> they reformed the ages ago. <laughs> All right, okay. right, do you know what? No, stop stop right game. there because that's very similar to what's been announced. So, New Kids on the Block, NKOTB, um, reformed, including blooming um, Donnie Wahlberg, who is in, he's like a he's a TV actor now, he's in Blue Bloods, he actually tours with them and everything. But anyway, they reformed and did a tour with the Backstreet Boys, and it was called NKOTBSB. So it was both of them, and they released an album and everything of them just singing duets and stuff. Um, there's a tour been announced for 2014. It's called Look Busted. I wondered what this is about. <laughs> oh my God. Red saw this on the list. <laughs> yeah, but they can't. I thought what? it was going to be something to do with McDonald's. Look, but yeah, oh, like yeah. Because maybe. I was like, maybe, maybe someone's got maybe like they'll get sponsored from. Like, from the busted for stealing seven thousand Big Macs. Right, so no. The Merc. McFly, who um, have oh, never broken up. God. Um, and, but, but basically, McFly, I don't know how I know so much. There's no reason why I know this much about him. But no, I just, not the slightest. It's one of these things that, you know, you just... It's the stuff in my head that I just should never remember. Like, the reason I, I, I know that it's the fourth mini-album from Girls' Generation in Japan. But don't that's ask. understandable because that's fantastic. <laughs> Is it really? But um, Mc, yeah, McFly um, wrote a lot of Busted's biggest hits, um, and then what do you know? That? I just know it. I'm back back in in the day when they were kind of, you know, starting out. That was when I used to watch quite a lot of MTV. I'd watch like Select MTV with Donna Air and Cat um, oh, Dealey, yeah, and was that, Hit Forty UK. All those. Was that back in the day when I asked you to dance at the disco? Possibly. But yes. you said no. I said no. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the only reason I thought this would be quite relevant is because me and Reg used to have a bit of a running joke about um, uh, Busted. Um, for some reason, that song in particular, um, <laughs> he said no. It was on your on... mixtape. Be- no, but it was on the mixtape because <laughs> we were joking about it. I asked you to dance at the disco, but you said no. That's the beginning. The clip for the beginning. I learned to start getting myself involved mm-hmm. in this. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, um, so at work, we we used to make our own CDs to put on, and that was on, on it. That Side off Darius. Was, yeah, Darius. In fact, Darius was the other one. Darius Divins. Such a yeah. good album. Colorblind, Colorblind and um, amazing. Is it incredible? incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You are amazing. You are. In- no, what was it? You, you are incredible. You are amazing. Something. Yeah. And then I'm trying to blend that in for some reason with these apples are delicious. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the she said, can Stop singing to Benny be ladies. Free? Please. I know, but it's old school ladies. But I went True. on to, uh, I know we've finished now, but I, I don't care. I'm going. I haven't finished talking about that yet. Okay, but anyway, this is more important than that okay. because these are good. Um, <laughs> I went on to, uh, onto the YouTube the other day and recommended for me. Um, it was Toklosh's new single, which is great. Yeah, um, it's amazing. The thing for which I took a photo of because I was like, oh my god, they made it, and then realised that they just basically go off what you've watched on. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, oh, oh. But then I watched a Steve Page mockumentary of the Tour One um, album. The he did a an actual mockumentary, which is amazingly funny. Right. If you've not watched it, it goes on for like half an hour, and it's dead funny. Okay. It goes on about basically because. He's now a solo singer. Yeah. He couldn't actually put the band together himself. 
um, because he couldn't be then classed as solo because um, it'd be like his backing band. So what he'd done, he just went on eBay, eBay and Craigslist, and was just like, yeah, I, I'm looking for like guitarists and stuff, and it's it's that silly sort of humour. Well, this was for throughout for it. his for a tour that he did the tour that he did for page one oh, right. uh, his wow. solo stuff but then because I watched that going back they had all the old school bare naked raps yeah, um, yeah. that people have recorded on their camera phones and stuff um, and the, they brought it back for the tour that we're going to see on the 28th of this month 27th of this month mm. um, which is another good reason why I can plug this um, but yeah so they brought back the melodies where they get loads of songs medleys yeah, medleys, and combine them all together into one bare naked rap melody. Medley. Medley. Stop saying melody. melody. Yeah, medley, sorry. <laughs> um, where yeah, so they, they bring it all into the one, and so far, from what I've heard on the tour in America, it sounds amazing. amazing. I can't wait for the stuff that they're going to be pulling out. Even without Steve Page. But yeah, obviously fine. it doesn't sound as good because it's not Steve Page, it's Kevin Hearn. But uh, as soon as you, you, know, you forget about him and just concentrate on Tyler Sheer, it's amazing dancing skills. True. Very Life's true. good. But anyway, yeah, McBusted face. Uh, I haven't really got much more to say about that other than, yeah, I just saw that today. Someone uh, on on my Facebook put up like, oh, can't wait to get tickets for this. For McBust- hashtag McBusted. I was like, busted? And I, I had to just go onto Twitter and find out, and then you didn't uh, have to. I had to, I was curious what they were talking about. They just <laughs> said I can't wait for tickets. It's hashtag McBusted. I'm like, what? Honestly, what what is that? What's McBusted? And then I realised as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh jeez. At least I've got something to talk about on the pod now. Yeah, Steve will be well. Claire will especially will be very excited. Claire's going to go back to stalk about. I think. Yeah, um, Steve will uh, on drive down to. Um, I can't remember it was actually. I can't remember whether he was going down to Alton Towers or when we were going somewhere else. But he he had his. In fact, yeah, it was. He had his spot Spotify starred music. It's it's likes whatever just playing on on random, and then suddenly it comes up. <sighs> and on comes Flamin Thunderbirds. I go by busted. And he's like, oh, I love this line. Love this line. And it's the bit. It always seems so cool when. Spaceships come out of the pool. You know that you'd just be a fool to be a bad guy. And he's like, "It's the best lyric ever, ever." <laughs> I need to punch him in the face so bad, so bad. That's that's just horrendous. But I suppose what a note to leave on. Yeah, punching Steve in the face. Yes, I've been Dan, and I've been Reg. See you next time. It's time to geek out.